Before we get going this week, I thought I'd just remind you that I'm a certified business strategist who's been in property for over 25 years. I know my clients shortcut their success by being laser focused through strategy and mentoring, as no one business model fits us all because funding, geography, skill set, it all plays a part in deciding what works for you. Getting it wrong can definitely damage your wealth. If you're serious about property, then your first step is a call with me. Nothing more difficult than following the link in the show notes to book it. This is the Property Solopreneur podcast and I'm Rachel Troughton. I'll be talking about everything you need to create wealth by building your portfolio in a sustainable and profitable way. I'll be sharing the realities of a property investing business. I'll talk bricks and mortar, buy to let, HMOs, flipping and planning game, as that's what we all enjoy doing. But I'll also share how to use good systems, processes, and find the right professionals to work with. In fact, everything that will enable you to become a successful property solopreneur. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Property Solopreneur. And this week, we're talking about something very close to my heart, women and property investing. In fact, four ways property investing is positively good for women. Money, savings, investments, we all need them. It's not a man or woman thing. No, we've all got our lives to live. And we all need to know that we're 100% sure that we're in the driving seat with our finances. But I think that that's possibly not true for most women, because although we all know the theory, society is only just catching up. And to a certain degree, Many of us just get down the rabbit hole of doing life and children and elderly parents, and it takes us a while to get out the other side. So if you've got access to any form of income that's not essential for day-to-day -day living, you've got to make sure you spend it wisely because you only get it given it once. And that's where investments and savings come in. Now, I don't know about you, but my eyes just glaze over at the sound of ICES, bonds, stocks and shares. I know I should be thrilled about them. I know that they're going to do fantastic things for me, but I really can't get enthusiastic about them. And I think partly it's because it's something that somebody else does for me. I have to rely on the fruit of their labour and how they understand things. And I've always been a bit of a control freak and I like to do things for myself. Investments, I know, go down as well as up because they always tell me that on the end of those little jolly advertisements on television. And if it goes down, I want it to go down because either the market's not allowing it to go further up or I'm the one who's made some monumental blunder and I'm responsible. That I can actually live with. And don't forget, little rabbit hole here, if your shares tank, the stockbroker's still got his job, but you've lost your money. And that is one of the driving things that pushed me into property investment as a woman in the first place. It's something I can control myself. Now, it doesn't mean that I'm going to become a working builder. Uh, Alice Band and Painted Nails were just not allowed that. But it means I can use the money my way and to my family's best advantage. I can make all the decisions. Now, decisions, have I got them all right? No, I think I've made quite a few mistakes in the past and I'm probably going to make an awful lot more in the future. But actually, that's all part and parcel of property and it can be fun. You can have a lot of fun by making a mistake. You've got to get something out of it after all, haven't you? But the first point about property investing as a woman is its pension. You know, And 
do be careful. I'm going to be talking massive generalizations here. So don't leap to the email to complain. Yeah. There are, I know, lots of seriously well-paid women in high-flying jobs who've had children. They've got elderly parents who they look after. They've held down a job and they've been constantly promoted. But I can only talk about things from my perspective. And that is not a description of me. You know, the bulk of caring for either children or parents does fall on female shoulders. And that does tend to disagree a bit with the whole career and promote to a senior position in your mid-30s to 40s, etc. And in fact, many women ricochet in and out of jobs throughout their young part of their lives, purely because they are doing lots of things with their families. And actually, society needs them to do that. So let's push them in directions where they can then make sure that they've got a pension to back them up at the end of their lives. And I think that's why I think property works for us. Now, straight away, I'm going to say this whole episode is not about the kind of people who walk in and go, right, property's for me. I'm going to build a £15 million portfolio in as short a time as possible using my own and other people's money. And I'm going to work every hour God gives until I've managed to do that. Well, I don't think that's possible for the average woman who's looking after a family because, of course, everybody else's work and commitments will come first. But think about it. As of now, which is, where are we, March 2022, the full state pension is £179.60 per week. So that's mm, just under 9500 a year. That's if you've contributed enough. But of course, many women won't have contributed enough. And is that going to give you the life you want when you're old and not working? Because we're all living way, way past retirement age now. And you could take the view that you're going to go skiing, as in spending the kids' inheritance, or you're going to grow old disgracefully and have enormous fun. Either way, it's going to cost you money. So you've got to think these things out. Property will give you your pension if you build a portfolio to use as a pension. Know that that's what you're going to do with it and make sure that you pay down the mortgage so that when you come to the end of your life, you've got an asset you can sell and pay the capital gains and then have a lump sum. Now, remember, you don't have to leave every brass farthing to the next generation. You know, we will have expenses we have to pay. None of us have got crystal balls. None of us know what's in store for us. We could have the most amazing last 20 years of our lives. Many don't. And if you're those stuck somewhere because you're ill, honestly, money will make a big difference to the way you can live your life. Oh, and a gloom alert here. Statistically, us ladies, we are going to outlive our husbands. And unfortunately, the truth is that a little old lady in a flat with the heating on, it's going to cost her as much as it does for two of them in the flat. But by then, there's only one person paying the bills. And that is what we've got to think about. So how many properties do you need? Well, that, of course, does depend on where you are, you know, values and what it's going to be at the end of it. But just do the maths. Would one property make a difference? It probably will. But if you're anything like me, when you've done one, you're going to find it's very addictive. So you're going to end up with at least two, if not more. But even if you've only bought one house investment property in your whole lifetime and the mortgage was paid down by the tenant, you would have outperformed all your other abilities to save and buy small investments. And it does it on its own. That's the great thing. It's bricks and mortar. There's someone in there paying the mortgage. 
it's such an easy and lovely way to do things because you can touch it, you can see it, you can make sure it's kept up to value by investing money in and making sure it's got, you know, it lives up to what it should be, a good warm home for somebody. But whilst we're on the money side of it, secondly, it can pay you a salary. The average full-time wage is 38000 a year and part-time about thirteen. And for that, let me just remind you, you've got to turn up every day, do the hours and do that year after year after year. Well, if you stop thinking about yachts and Greek villas when you talk about property, what extra sum of income every month would make a difference? £500? £1,000? £5,000? You choose. You create the portfolio that will deliver to you. And I give those examples because actually, for some people, £500 is all that it would take to make a massive difference in their lives. So it's up to you. And of course, you might find that you get £5,000 a month income, but only need 500 What are you going to do with the other bits of that money? Ooh, reinvest new property coming up, I think. You don't have to spend every penny. You can save it up for an investment elsewhere. And the third thing about property investment for women therefore makes us financially secure without relying on anybody else. And I'm really, really keen on that. Now, we may be modern misses and earn our own money, etc. But scratch the surface and most women will admit to not putting themselves first. They'll use their money to buy something for any other family member. Whatever the expense, they come last. So what's not to like about property? You know you've got an income stream that's going to work for you. And of course, disaster can strike at any time. And property is therefore a financial cushion, should life give you a bad hand. And I do know from my friends who have divorced, those who've got investment property are much better equipped to set up and get going again in life than those who completely and utterly relied on their husband because through circumstances, they were not able to work. They were bringing up the family, etc. And the fourth and the best thing of all, oh, I think this is an absolute winner as far as women are concerned. It can be done full or part-time on your own. I mean, that is absolutely made for most of us, isn't it? And by part-time, I don't mean 18 hours a week for 20 years. No, 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 no. I'm talking about intensive bursts of work whilst you get the whole thing set up. And once you've done that, you can wait a minute and you can then do it again. Or you can just keep going month after month. It's up to you. You know, property bought now and again can be fitted in around your financial and your time commitments. So, you know, you could have done one just when a child was small and then everything grow. You know, it's all a bit hectic for a couple of years and you can come back to it. And why can you come back to it? Well, it's very simple. Key skills for property investing do not change. It's not like medicine, etc. There is no skill fade. There's no exam you need to take in order to allow you to get back into the saddle. The market changes, yes. Prices go up and down, yes. You know, the government throws little ghoulies at us, you know, the rules change regarding sizes of rooms and technicalities. But basically, how to buy an investment property does not change. You can pick it up and put it down. You can even have a sabbatical from property and come back later and have another go. It doesn't matter. It's there for you to do in your time in the way you want to. It's that flexible. And women like flexible. Our lives seem to be stuffed full of flex. 
And it's easy because you can do it on your own. That's what makes it so flexible. You don't need a partner of any description. You can create a limited company or hold property in your own name. Yep, it's that flexible. But do have a chat to your accountant as to how you're going to set this all up because property is profitable. And if there's profit, there'll be tax. And again, don't be frightened of that because the more profit you make, the more tax you have to pay. So that's a bit of an odd one for some people to grasp. But just think about it. If you're not paying any tax, you're probably not getting any profit. And that's not good either, no matter how clever your accountant is. So if you've worked out that this is for you, you'll need a plan. Absolutely. All property investing, no matter how big or small, needs to be done intentionally and with a plan. Now, not everyone who works with me on a strategy day wants that said £15 million portfolio, and nor do they all want to get going on property and then throw away their job. No, a strategy day gets you to understand what you've got to do to achieve your goal, and that's financially driven. So with a plan comes the freedom to work on it as you've decided. Nobody else gets a say. You've made this decision. And again, it allows you not to fret that you're not doing as much as somebody else you know, because it doesn't matter how successful you are in property, there will always be somebody doing more than you or spending more time actually doing the work. You know, the sort who says, oh, for the last six weeks, I've done nothing but property and I get up, well, I frankly only sleep three hours a night. Well, that may not be what you can do. So if you've got a plan, you know what you can achieve and you should be happy as long as you work to it because you may have a very rich and full life. And dare I say it, some people may be using property work as a displacement therapy for actually doing life and getting out and doing more. So with a plan, you can increase the effort and time to keep it as it is. But without a plan, gosh, no, I've no idea where you're going to go because you don't know yourself. Well, if having a plan sounds interesting, drop me an email on rachel at racheltratton.com and don't forget I spell my name A-E-L or go to my website and follow the links. But property investing, forget the idea of a high-vis jacket and manual labourer and it being a male-dominated area. Property investing is absolutely for women. In fact, once you start looking, it's absolutely stuffed with women. The majority of female investors are actually quite quiet because, you know, they're getting on with it. They've got other things to do. They just pop up and do a few houses and then disappear again. I remember when I was in Stoke, we had a fabulous curry evening once a month. And they were over the sort of, what was it, nearly 10 years I was there on and off, I saw the same women come back time and time again. They'd do six months, you know, buying a new property, getting it all sorted out, getting it filled, disappear for a year, then come back again and do it all over again. So, you know, that's why they weren't joining in with all the other razzmatazz. They didn't need to. They had something else to do. And over the last 20 years, because I started on this property malarkey 20 years ago, other than Sarah Beanie, actually, there were no other role models easily available to be seen. You know, now look around us. There are heaps of us in property. They encourage, they're helping to fund, they're selling deals, courses, in fact, everything that chaps do. So if you want an all-female property space, you can create it. Fantastic. But if all you want to do is create your own financial security, your own financial freedom, then I think as a woman, property is absolutely for you. Go on, try it. We all have to try somewhere. And, you know, 
if you try it and you get going. Before you know it, you're going to become a very successful property solopreneur. Thank you for listening to the Property Solopreneur podcast with Rachel Troughton. If you want to create a professional and profitable property business, download my property business checklist now at racheltroughton.com slash checklist. If you found my stories inspiring and my content useful, then come find out more about my mentoring and strategy sessions by going to www.racheltroughton.com and book a discovery call with me. The banner link is on every page. Come and create and grow your own property business. That's the shortcut to success.